We are Anthony and Danielle. We own a pet food store in Columbus, Ohio called Fangs and Fur that is focused on educating pet owners on feeding food nature intended for our pets. You can find us on Instagram at Fangs and Fur Pets or Facebook at Fangs and Fur. If you want to send in a question for Anthony to answer at the end of each episode, message us through our website at fangsfur.com. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and leave a review. This is the Fangs and Fur Podcast. The Incredible Edible Egg. All right. Well, welcome back, Lauren Becks. Hello. One and only. I don't really think you need an intro. You've been on a number of episodes. But uh, yeah, Lauren Becks of Girls Gone Raw. So that whole big table you see in the shop with all the dead stuff, that's her doing. Um, yeah, it's been a minute since we talked poop yeah. together. Welcome back. Yeah, we talked poop last time. And today we're talking about eggs. You know, I hear a lot of people say, yeah, we've been adding eggs to our dog's food or, you know, we feed kibble, but we crack some uh, raw eggs over their food. And I think that's awesome. Eggs are a very complete food and very dense nutritionally um, food. But uh, there's also some concerns when we were talking about eggs as well, which I'm hoping we kind of dig into, such as, you know, is is there a salmonella uh, issue or the biotin deficiency issues like that. So uh, that's kind of what I want to dig into today. Yeah, you know, especially with senior dogs for me, eggs are some of my absolute favorite, most consistent um, raw supplements. Um, Even if I, you know, back in the day before I was into raw feeding, we would always, you know, feed them at least the yolks when we were using egg whites for baking or just like cook up a little bit for them before we knew any better. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something that I use three, four, five times a week for my dogs, now, especially that they're seniors. So I love me some eggs for our dogs. Yep. They're cheap and they're, uh, they're very dense. Like I yeah. said, nutritionally, they free sometimes depending on who you know, sometimes free, you know, what I was thinking about last night is like, even if you are one of those people that feed your dog a vegetarian diet, which I do not recommend at all. Um, at least they're getting, you can add eggs to their diet. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just a random thought. Of yeah. It. And if you are doing that, there's no reason why you should not be feeding eggs to your dog, please. Yeah. For the love of God. Start you know, and I that. think that's a thing where that's like the divide between vegan diets for me. I understand it. I just don't understand feeling bad about consuming eggs because I used to have ducks and they would literally just lay eggs everywhere, just rot. Yeah, they're so, just yeah. going to rot. They're not going to do anything. So it's like, why, you know, why. Why miss out on that really uh Yeah, I think there's a difference between using like a baby, so like a fertilized egg, but um, they're so, yeah, they're normal. They're so not messy. If you're somebody that's grossed out by meat and you're not quite into the raw meat diet yet, it's it's just such an easy way to add those um, meat-like proteins, amino acids, enzymes, and crazy amounts of vitamins and minerals. Fatty acids, yeah. This is Dr. Jim Carlson. We look forward to seeing you at Lifetime Pet Wellness Center. We have a friendly, professional team and offer conventional medicine, dentistry, and surgery, as well as integrative options such as acupuncture, chiropractics, nutritional medicine, Chinese herbal medicine, homeopathy, and more. We emphasize fresh foods because you wouldn't want to eat processed food every day, right? Visit us at LifetimePetWellness.com, Instagram, or Facebook. Or give us a call at 614-888-2100. What do you like so much about 
Like what's so great about eggs? <laughs> so for me, like where do we start? Um, I have I have a senior lab that's always just been thin. She's not been a dog that we had to worry about her getting overweight. She was a dog that is kind of underweight. Mm-hmm. Um, and we keep her on a very strict diet, but she kind of waxes and wanes all year round. So I'll use eggs as a way to kind of buffer when she starts to look a little thin. We'll start adding eggs more frequently um, because the fats are instant energy. They're clean energy. They're the number one um, energy source for carnivores, um, the fat. And then also all those amino acids and the B vitamins are providing um, clean energy and protein to help them maintain their, their muscle mass. Um, so for a senior dog, it's, I think, an essential addition to their diet. It is, yeah, one of the most complete sources of amino acids in all of foods, as far as I'm aware. In all of nature, yeah. Um, yeah, and amino acids are the building blocks of protein. So if you're supplying the amino acids, the body can make what it needs out of that. Um, which is really cool. It's, it's like the stem cell of proteins, essentially. Yeah, and if you think about it, I mean, it's all the nutrients that a, a baby chick needs to survive and grow Yeah. inside of an egg is, is there, right? So it's it's a very mm-hmm. complete food. And it's, you know, you'll find uh, you'll find eggs in a lot of the, like the more dense commercially prepared diets, you know. Um, I know Answers yeah. uses it, um, uh, the new pet, sure the pet solutions line. The Steve's Steve's uses, uh, and we'll probably dig into this too. But Steve's uses eggshells um, as part of their formulation. I'm not going to say it as their as their bone. Um, it's not a bone mm-hmm. replacement, but they do use it in their product as well. Yeah. And they actually have an eggs over easy supplement, which is uh, freeze dried eggs and uh, duck heart, no pork heart. Yeah, sorry. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah, pork heart. I think yeah. is super cool. Yeah. So yeah, so the eggs are awesome and they're extremely dense with nutrition. Some dogs, you know, you give us the quail eggs and those are awesome. They're mm-hmm. super popular. Most dogs have no issue eating yeah. the entire egg uh, shell included. Uh, some dogs don't like to shell. So there's always that that cool little tip of you can actually take the, peel the membrane off of the shell, at the inside of the shell and add it to their food. That's yeah. kinda, It's kind of cool because that membrane is- really- yeah, understand ahead. that i gotta be honest i don't really understand that unless you've already regulated a whole diet and you don't want to add more calcium but the people that just strip the membrane out feed the whole egg that looks like so much work um, so can give i do it insight on to why you would just i'll tell you why i'll tell you why lauren bex okay i'm gonna tell you why right, i i make i'm here. not gonna get you learned um i uh i eat a lot of eggs myself but I don't eat okay. the shells. And so oh, okay. my yeah. dogs don't typically just eat the shells. I mean, Mozzie might. I think he does it just because the egg is in there. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. uh, so that membrane carries a lot of nutrients, like that skeletal nutrients, like that, um, you know, the, the chondroitin and glucosamine and sure. um, all that good stuff. It carries that that skeletal nutrients from the from the shell to the egg. And so when you peel that off and give it to him, I mean, he loves it. I mean, I'll get like a whole little pile of them and I'm like, you know, scrambling eggs in the morning and he'll eat that up. And I think for senior dogs, especially just for, just for joint health. um, I guess I I didn't think about that. Like if I'm eating eggs, I just throw the shells away, but I usually am like 
cracking an egg straight into the bowl, a whole egg, while I'm feeding my dogs that. I guess yeah. I never even thought about peeling the membranes out. I'm going to have to do that now. Yeah. So, inspired me. Yeah. It's, you know, less waste, right? But, um... Um, and I actually did. I looked up um, about the eggshell membrane because I see that a lot. I see a lot of these big raw feeders and pet nutrition um, Instagram ads because, you know, I live on Instagram these days, um, pulling the membrane out. And I want to learn a little bit. So it's super high in collagen, which obviously is beneficial in so many, so many ways. Um, chondroitin and glucosamine and hyaluronic acid, all really great for the joints. Um, and I found they actually did a study in 2016, sorry if you had this also, but where they, um, fed eggshell membranes to dogs and 51 dogs had significant reduction in joint pain. I mean, these were dogs that came in with severe joint damage, injuries, arthritis, something like that. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool that they actually studied the benefits of feeding eggshell membrane. I'm like, what a very specific yeah, there must Holistic be something about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know Somebody a lot of people really to know it and had a lot of money. A lot of people's dogs refuse to eat the shells, like even if they smash them up in there, and uh, the dogs yeah. will actually lick all around it. So like all that's left is a bunch of eggshell like pieces. Yeah, I had that so, issue with Savvy. Savvy, if you're listening. Oh, Savvy's yeah, mom, Savvy. Yeah, hey. she doesn't like eggshells. Um, huh? She hated the quail eggshells. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was part of why I thought to powder them. Because I was going to do just shells originally, but then I'm like, hey, why am I not just smashing up the whole egg? Yeah, let's let's talk about that. That's kind of why we had to we had to move some things around on the calendar for our podcast. And um, I was like, let's talk about eggs. I was like, that's a pretty good topic. And I was like, oh, you just released that new product, so why don't uh, it's kind of a I good did. a good episode to have you on. Uh, so what did yeah? Tell us about that. So I just started doing dehydrated powdered quail eggs. So um, I got to be honest, and I I try not to shy away from this fact because I like to be real with my um, customers and followers on social media. I am lazy, and I am so bad at prepping. Like, it's a lucky day if I remember to pull out dog food to thaw for the meal later that day. (laughs) Um, So for me, I had all these quail eggs, and I really, really wanted to feed them to, especially Sunshine, who has, um, she's the senior dog that I just adopted, and she has kind of bad eyes. My senior lab has bad eyes, so all of the, what is it, the zeaxanthin uh, and lutein in eggs, which is especially high in quail eggs, is really good for their eyes. Okay, so many benefits. I wanted to feed the quail eggs, but I could not for the life of me remember to thaw these freaking quail eggs. And they're like tiny little rocks. My dogs would not touch them if they were not thawed. Yeah. So I just like dried a batch that I had in my freezer um, as a test and I loved how they turned out. Um, and so I was like, all right, well, I have a couple dozen that are going to go bad soon. Um, if I don't get them going, let's just try drying them. And people went freaking bonkers on my Instagram when I shared it. And I was like, okay, I think there's a need for this because obviously I'm not the only lazy person out there that wants to feed eggs. Um, and it also, it takes up fridge space or freezer space and then they, you know, are, can only last so long raw yeah it's always like so when i when i have a when i have a package of those like that you drop at the shop you know and i'm like well do i yeah i do i just defrost like six of them at a time yeah. and kind of go through them you know what i mean it's yeah it's problem, kind of, the problem is when it gets to that point so i'm not for the people that don't know uh eggs straight out the bird can just stay on a shelf raw 
for I don't know a couple months at least. I don't remember yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. how long. For a while. If it still has the bloom on it, so as long as they have like air flowing around them mm-hmm. um, and they are unwashed raw, they yep. can just sit on the counter. Yep. So I'm lucky to live in an area where I have lots of duck and chicken farmers that I can just say, hey. Save me some unwashed eggs. I don't want to put those in my fridge. That's usually what I give to the dogs. I like giving my dogs germs. Yeah. I think it keeps them healthy. These dogs have iron stomachs, okay? Um, well, I do that with my kids, too. Yeah. But, um, you know, there is a risk of germs because they're sitting in poop and whatnot. So, for instance, I wash the eggs before you put them in your fridge. Um, and then once you wash that bloom off, then they can start to expire. So, um, if you're lucky enough to have backyard chicken raisers or, you know, some pasture-raised farms, things around that where you can get unwashed eggs, go for it. And then they can just sit on your shelf or wherever for as long as you need, um, you know, a couple weeks up to like, I think two or three months. I guess it's a long time. It is a long time. I can't remember exactly, but yeah. I want to say it's like, yeah. like three As long as they're not washed. I was like, yeah. that seems excessive. Yeah. So once it gets into like the form that I'm bringing to your store, though, they are washed and they're frozen. Mm -hmm. So they do start to expire when they're thawed and it's, you know, pretty quick. So um, I would love to be able to give you raw unwashed versions, but it's just not how retail works. Yeah. Um, So I, yeah, I just decided to dry them and I was like, this is kind of sweet. And I sprayed them through a food processor and I loved it. And so I started using them for sunshine and I loved, I have her on a muscle builder supplement too, because she has really bad, um, high end muscles, muscle control, um, that was causing her to have like, you know, she falls and stumbles and slips and all sorts of pees herself has issues. So we've started adding that into her regimen and she is just like doing so good i feel like her eyes look clearer um and it's an easy way to dose out too if you have tiny dogs or if you just want to start small because you can just sprinkle a little bit on it you know what i mean rather than having to commit to a whole egg or something like that right because sometimes it can be like a whole egg can be too rich for a dog so yeah Um, so i'm working on getting more um fresh local quail egg supply and then those will be hitting shelves as of right now there's 32 eggs per container so in order for me to make 22 containers, let's do some quick math. I had to do like, I mean, a thousand eggs. 32 times 22 containers, that's 700 eggs that we had to smash and scramble onto silicone sheets for the dehydrator. Yeah. It's a lot of it's, eggs. It's labor intensive, but I love them. Um, so I'm working on that. Um, okay. And then hopefully we'll Ooh. start to get those on shelves and get those out because I just think it's such an easy to use nutritious supplement. Um, yeah, and I, I do, you know, definitely want to say, Dehydrated is not ever as good as fresh raw. Um, I will never tell you that because you're losing enzymes and you're losing the moisture and it does change the fats a little bit and the, the nutrients, but I am doing them at a low temperature. So we're maintaining as much as possible. You're seeing great fats, great B vitamins, and lots of other really good nutrition in them. Yeah, I mean, I think those would be great on any dogs. I mean, even if you're feeding your, like, especially if you're feeding your dog, like a processed food diet, like imagine getting that kind of nutrients in there, you know? So So in, in my trying to teach myself about quail eggs, because I'm like, why the heck are people so obsessed with these tiny, tiny eggs? And I originally got to be honest, thought it was just because they were weird. I mean, like how many raw feeders like to just buy stuff because they're weird and exotic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I sell legs. 
And, you know, they're not cheap because they're frog legs, but I think they just sell because they're exciting and fun and they have lots of nutrition. But, um, but the more I looked into it, did you know that quail eggs are actually like a proven antihistamine? Did you put that on your post? I did. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was something okay. I just learned while I was kind of reading about that. They yeah. did a study on it, I think, in France because they noticed that all these quail farmers who were consuming a ton of quail eggs had significantly less allergies consistently than anybody else in the region. And I just thought that was so neat. So there's this ovomucoid protein, I want to say, that's crazy, crazy high. It exists in other eggs, but it's crazy, crazy high in quail eggs specifically. Um, and if you've fed the raw quail eggs, you'll see that the yolk is really, really firm. If you really have to smash it, this, Ovomucoid is actually a trypsin inhibitor, so it blocks white blood cells from creating histamine. So if you have a dog that's chronically suffering from seasonal allergies or um, other stuff, especially they're finding it helps with like allergic rhinitis, so runny nose or itchy, just dogs that like rub their nose, rub their eyes, things like that frequently, that's a really awesome addition for them. I think that that combined with like a quercetin um, would be a really good like one-two punch. I yeah, that's that was interesting. So neat. I'm like, well, especially anti, with all the antihistamine egg, all the dogs that, uh, especially in this region, that have, um, I mean, dogs naturally have a lot of histamine, anyways. But um, yeah, well, this whole that... season has been just miserable. I know <laughs> so many dogs, so many people are just. I mean, my kids had a snotty nose for like a month and a half straight. Yeah, I mean, everyone thinks springtime's the worst, but I have, I, I, I think it's. Fall, especially for the fall. dogs. Dogs have a really hard time. Yeah, as you can tell from my voice, I'm like just been fighting it for like weeks. But yeah, you don't sound like you're doing great. I'm bad. I gave in. <laughs> no, I I gave in and to the 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 Claritin gods. Yeah, gets to that point. That's bad. We are so proud of our sponsor today, our friends at Steve's Real Food, who help make the Fangs and Fur podcast come true. Steve's makes real food from locally sourced ingredients that enable you to give your dog or cat nutritional meals every single day with no fillers or preservatives. Anthony, what do you like best about Steve's? Well, a lot of things really. For one, their long history. They've been doing it longer than most. But more importantly, their whole food ingredients. They don't use any synthetics and it's real simple. What do you mean simple? Well, when people look on the back of the bag of kibble, they see a long list of ingredients that most people don't even know what they are. You'd almost have to be a chemist to know. When they come into Fangs and Fur, I'll always pull out a box of Steve's Real Food and I'll show them what's in their food. And what you see is beef, beef heart, beef liver, beef kidney, raw goat's milk, broccoli, real food. And Mozzie likes it too, so I'm a big fan of Steve's. I know Anthony and I love their mission statement to produce food that is good for your pet and the land they walk on. So come into our shop to learn more about Steve's from Anthony or visit stevesrealfood.com. Would you consider salmonella a risk? when it comes to feeding so, to your dogs. Not for dogs, not right. for dogs, no. Um, as long as you don't have a dog that is recovering from some sort of serious surgery, um, maybe on anti, you know, just gone through a course of antibiotics or something like that, somewhere that the dog would be immune compromised. Otherwise, not really a risk. No, their stomach acid is going to burn that salmonella up like nothing, or it's just going to pass through them and go out the other side. Dogs naturally carry salmonella anyway. Um, not a risk. The Another interesting fact about quail is they don't carry salmonella. So whereas chicken just carry it normally, just like a natural part of their body, quail do not. Whoa. I did so not know that. That? Mm-hmm. 
super interesting. They also, quail eggs are also cholesterol-free, fun fact. But yeah, whereas chicken and duck eggs, you're going to get that risk of salmonella. Yeah. Well, uh, I think a lot of people are afraid of really afraid of that. Um, I'm not one of those people, obviously, but uh, I think, you know, it's a good point. Dogs have this naturally in their guts. I mean, um, but as yeah. long as you're introducing, um, you know, it's kind of like that, that whole battle that's happening in all of our guts where, if you know, you have, you're going to have bad bacteria and hopefully you have more good bacteria than yeah. bad. And that's the whole point of, you know, we cycle through probiotics a lot. You know, the adored beast probiotics. We obviously mm-hmm. feed raw food oh, yeah. that has tons of healthy bacteria in there. So well, even if they do get I some salmonella, crap out of my my kefir, I ferment the crap out of it because I want every single living thing that can possibly be in that in there, and that's been huge. There's yeah. so diverse bacteria as far as probiotics go. But a big point that I wanted to bring up with eggs, having, you know, I, we've raised chickens, we've raised ducks. I live, like I said, in the area where everybody has backyard chickens and ducks. The big, big, big thing to remember with eggs is that they're only as good as the bird they came from. Okay, that's something that I read and that stuck. Um, if you have a chicken eating processed feed, kept in a cage, pooping, you know, in the same area that's sleeping and laying its eggs, you're not going to get very high quality eggs. If you've ever bought the cheap, cheap, cheap bleached white eggs from Walmart versus a backyard chicken egg that's been fed produce or it's been allowed to free range for bugs and roots, stuff like that. It's a completely different color. The eggshell is going to be a lot thicker on that back, that backyard egg. The yolk is going to be more dense and more orange. And the nutrient profile, if you were to test them, would be drastically different. Yeah, you can tell whenever uh, we get some backyard, our chickens have not started producing yet. They're still just freeloading and being a headache. But, um, but when we do get, uh, like from our, our neighbors, brought some over one time. And um, first of all, they're like gorgeous eggs. They're all different colors and really pretty. Mm-hmm. But like when we crack those, even with the eggs that we get from the store, like the, the better eggs, yeah. um, you still yeah, can happy, see. Happy farm eggs. Happy farms, yeah. Uh, you still see a difference. Now, we'll say pasture-raised is kind of something you always want to look for um, when you're yeah, buying Yeah, and eggs. that's kind of what I was going to go. I feel like, you know, we fall into the, the marketing traps of eggs. I know that mm-hmm. I did until I knew better. Free range is not really something to gloat about for chickens. Um, it just usually means that they are allowed to be crammed onto one level of an open barn. Yeah. That could be, it could be fine, depending on where it's coming from. It just means that they're not on grass. Um, pasture raised for like some of the bigger companies sometimes just means that they have access to go outside at some point. Right. So you kind of want to know where you're buying eggs from. I always say splurge a little bit for the better eggs if you can, because the nutrients are going to be a lot better. You're supporting more ethical farms. And I see but, some, um, I see this advertised now because the whole, um, this whole movement, but, um, vegetarian fed eggs and the big thing here is that chickens chickens aren't vegetarians they're actually omnivores so um it's important that they get um you know they're eating bugs and lizards and all kinds of other stuff so um, actually a mole got into our chicken coop the other day and Uh they absolutely i feel i actually feel bad for this mole because i feel like he just popped up the wrong place like they had the whole yard he popped up right there and those chickens got him um, Some and, people feed um, their chickens and ducks like small fish. Um, uh, obviously, chickens are not as good at catching them. But yeah, funny story. Uh, chickens are omnivores. They love eggs. If I bring scrambled eggs yep. out to them, they go 
crazy. It's well, and that's wild. like the high quality, responsible chicken farmers and stuff. Most of them feed eggs back to their birds because yeah. it's I know what they do. The people eggs thought that it was gross, but it's fertilized it's most in in the wild or whatever. Chickens are going to just consume them. Yeah, they can be cannibalistic sometimes too. But we need to talk about that. Yeah, they're little dinosaurs. That's all you need to know. Um, they are. Yeah, there's little savages. Yeah. Um, and I want to bring up too, if you're buying store-bought eggs, if you don't have access to local eggs, I mean, first of all, go on your local Facebook group and ask for eggs. There's a really good chance that there's a chicken farmer, a duck farmer nearby that has way too many eggs that they want to sell you, okay? It's going to be cheaper, and it, you might have to drive, you know, one stop out of your way, but it'll be worth it for you and for your pets. Um, if you're feeding store-bought eggs, do not feed the show. Period end of story. I don't care if they're pasture raised, free range, or just like the the cheapo ones, which are better than no eggs. Um, they spray chemicals on those eggs and they bleach them, and the shells are not healthy to feed. I agree with that statement. I do have uh, interesting. I have a very interesting uh, customer that comes in. She's awesome. Uh, she actually. Um, is a she's graduated from high state and uh, I I don't know what degree but essentially essentially she's like a chicken farmer. I mean she yeah. goes to these. They have a lot of cool ag degrees. Yeah, they have like so she goes. Uh, I mean she just graduated, but she's you know she's going to these you know really big uh, chicken egg producers and making sure that they're um, from what I understand I could be butchering this, but making sure that they're using the right um, like sanitation and. Um, you know, feed and everything else, just making sure it's a, a healthy, uh -huh. functional farm. It's important. But she did tell me that they don't bleach the eggs. And I was like, really? Like, they're so white. And she's like, no, they don't do that. That's a myth. Like, they don't, that's, they're just using like this, the type of chicken, like the they, leghorn chickens or something. And yeah. So I don't know. I don't, but I've also read that they, they do. They spray them with, uh, they spray them with some kind of chemical that makes them look shiny and helps them stay a little fresher. Longer. Yeah. There's definitely something, there going, there's something going on there. <laughs> like when you yeah, see a wild egg can, compared to a, uh, one at the grocery store, there's something going on. I don't know what it is. I can't confirm, but there's, there's definitely some chemical involved. No, I mean like green eggs versus brown eggs versus white eggs. Like a white egg isn't just a bleached brown egg. It comes from different birds, blue yeah. eggs, some, some, poop out pink eggs you know what i mean just yeah. depends on what kind of bird but that doesn't mean that the shell wasn't bleached even if you're buying or not bleached wasn't treated that right. the shell wasn't treated by by bleached i mean like um bacteria killed off some right. sort of preservant you know put on the outside to make sure. it look shiny and clean and wonderful and beautiful yeah the brown eggs at the store are just as offensive as the white eggs at the store just means they came from a different bird we look forward to seeing you at Lifetime Pet Wellness Center. We have a friendly, professional team and offer conventional as well as integrative medical options like acupuncture, chiropractics, nutritional medicine, stem cell therapy and PRP, and more. Visit us at LifetimePetWellness.com, Instagram, and Facebook to learn more about us. You know, you're going to want to go for a little higher priced eggs. The pasture raise is probably your best bet at this point, but also you had a good point just kind of looking through Facebook and finding some, uh, some eggs to a local, yeah. local person. You might um, have to drive a couple minutes, but like if you can yeah. get them to save the fresh eggs and you can buy three, four dozen at a time, that's usually what I do is I'll just go get three, four dozen. And then we go to like a dozen a week at our house. Usually between the dogs and people. So. Yeah, we do that. And we, um, 
I mean, we we drive about 30 minutes by raw milk from A2, A2 Jersey cows for our kids. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. you do what you do. You do what you got to do. Um, Which you have to do by co-op, the, the firm share. Yep. Yeah, you got to buy, you got to purchase. A, purposes. Yes, yes. I, we had to buy a uh, part of the cow and all that stuff. So That's what um, I do. That's where I get my goat milk from. I have a herd share with a local pasture raised herd. I, um, um, I get my eggs from her as well. I drank, I don't know if I should say this, I'm going to say it anyways. I, uh, you know, Pet Solutions has the goat nog and it has, it's, uh, it's raw goat milk and it's got raw duck eggs in there. I've been, I've been drinking that in the morning. It's actually, and it's got cinnamon and honey, I think too. I mean, it sounded good. I'm, so I'm I was like, sure. I'm going to, I'm going to give this a little swirl. And I did. And I've been doing it a couple mornings. I'm still I here. Haven't even been able to, I feel great. I um, haven't been able to convince myself to drink like even pasteurized goat milk. I just am weird like that though. I'll feed my dogs anything. Yeah. But I won't touch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm always so I'm down glad, to try I'm glad it. That he, um, who is it? Uh, somebody from answers or somebody was drinking like their fermented fish stock. Oh, every they day all used to like do that, it. They all just, it. Yeah. They yeah. all used to drink that. They had like nose plugs. Oh, big pass. They said use like nose plugs to, uh, like to, so they could drink it. <clears throat> I can't do that it. That sounds like something Billy Hochman would do. Billy, can you respond? Yeah. Do you do it? No, I think, uh, I know, um, uh, who's their chief veterinarian? Um, he, yeah. I know he, I heard him on a podcast. Doug, Doug Newton? No, uh, Doug, uh, I think it, no. it was Dr. Doug. That's what they called him, but I can't remember his last name. Yeah, Dr. Doug Canuvin. Canuvin, maybe something Knuven. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he was, um, yeah, yeah he, he used to do it. For a second. Yeah, it was really good. I want to talk about the biotin deficiency because I think a lot of people think that, um, yeah. their dogs, if they feed eggs, they could have a biotin deficiency. Well, that was like a thing everyone's like, well, what about the biotin deficiency? Because egg whites contain, what is it, uh, avidin. Yes. Um, which is a biotin inhibitor. Yep. Um, yeah, that's, that's the reason why not to feed your dogs strictly egg whites all the time for yep. yourself. I don't know whoever thought that eating strictly egg whites was a great idea. I still now, see you it. you can reduce I, the I risk of it. it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an enzyme, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. yeah, and it, it inhib no, essentially it inhibits the absorption of of the biotin, but the egg yolk yeah. has a shit ton of biotin in it. So yeah, it might inhibit some of that to be absorbed, but your dog's going to get enough um, if you're feeding the whole. I was going to say, if you feed the whole egg, not a risk at all. Um, yeah. Even if you are feeding the egg whites raw, you'd have to feed a crap ton of it for it to be an issue. If yeah. you insist on specifically feeding egg whites alone. I would, I would cook them lightly. Yeah. Or, or if like, if you're, Something yeah, like that. if you, you made a good point. If you're really, um, using a lot of eggs to formulate your diet, I could see it being an issue. But if you're talking just about like, kind of like what you and I do, or what a lot of people do, just like adding yeah. eggs to the diet. Yeah. I mean, it's um, three, four times a week. Yeah. Yeah, not gonna be. Yeah, not gonna be an issue. I like to do them raw. There's also a concern with cholesterol. Not really an issue if you're feeding again, like one, two, three eggs a week. I Four don't eggs. Think. You could even feed every single day. I don't really think it's an issue. If you are concerned about that, or you have a dog that has an issue where they might be more sensitive to that, feed the quail eggs. They're cholesterol free. Yeah, I mean, people are scared of cholesterol. I think that's more of a, um, a correlation, not a causation. Um, I've had I've had some people you know concerned about it with their dogs and I'm like yeah it's not really something you need to worry about unless it's something you specifically need to worry about you know what right. I mean exactly I yeah I don't I do want to make uh, a point though that I don't typically recommend using eggshells as 
Well, I don't recommend using eggshells as like the predominant source of calcium or yeah. bone in the diet. Because it's calcium bicarbonate, right? Yes. So it's not yeah. It's not it's super lacking, digestible by dogs. It's lacking some things like magnesium and, and phosphorus. So um, especially yeah. for puppies. Now, it's okay if it's in there. I'm just saying don't use it as your predominant source. It doesn't replace bone. Well, and that, that magnesium and phosphorus is balanced out with the rest of the egg. So I think that that goes back to our point of if you're going to feed eggs, feed the whole thing. If you don't want to or can't do whole raw eggs, mm-hmm. feed something like my quail egg powder where you're getting all of it balanced out. So yeah. no individual part of the egg is great by itself. The yolk is great by itself. But the whole thing in balance is a complete and wholesome food. I just saw it at the grocery store stuck around there. the other day. It was like, uh, well, there's the, they still sell egg whites, which blows my mind. But they also sell like uh, like these fake eggs. Are you health nuts? Like fake eggs that has like seed oils and oh my, all oh, the stuff in there. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, why, why, why don't you just eat like the egg? Aquafaba? I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I can't imagine feeling good after eating something like that. Yeah, I'm not coming down on there's vegans. A lot I, of, there's a lot of egg, <clears throat> egg allergies Just eat out vegetables. There too. Don't eat that crap, you know? Yeah, I agree. But like baking, if you're a vegan and you don't want to use eggs, I have a vegan friend that uses aquafaba for baking. I get okay. it. Okay, um, I, can, I, I, I understand that. I, I thought I was thinking of it more of like how I eat eggs in the morning. Like, you know, that would be, I just, I can't imagine. I'm that sure that there food. are people that do that. That scares me. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Just use yeah. real food. Please, dear God. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say there's there's a lot of chicken allergies out there now, chicken sensitivities, wherever that's rooted from, whether it's mm-hmm. leaky gut or if it's a sensitive dog, yeah. if it comes from the fact that these dogs have been fed nothing but aggressively processed chicken protein since yep. they were born, yep. the body's going to start attacking it. But there is a lot out there, um, and whether you just want to avoid chicken because it's especially processed chicken can be inflammatory, excuse me. It can be inflammatory because it's not always the most balanced protein as far as those omega-6 to omega-3 fats. Um, and it's considered a hot protein in Chinese medicine. So that's why a lot of people lean toward the quail eggs as well. Um, duck eggs are really great and fatty as well. So don't sleep on duck eggs, especially if you have bigger dogs or dogs that need to keep weight on. They're huge. Yeah, um, they're big it's hard, harder to find. Yeah. Chicken is a good source of taurine. But, it gets a bad rap, but it does contain some good taurine in there and some other yeah. good stuff. But Well, if you're trying to avoid chicken, um, the quail eggs and the duck eggs, quail eggs especially, are considered like a hypoallergenic food. Yeah. And same with quail meat and things like that. So that's something to think about if you are like, well, we don't feed chicken eggs because we have a chicken protein allergy or even an egg allergy. A lot of dogs get, um, dogs and people get, egg allergies after vaccines yeah have you heard of that yes because they use um, egg um, chicken egg stem cells or something to create they're harvesting chicken seed which is (laughs) weird Um, medicine is cool but a lot of dogs will get a a vaccine reaction and yeah that is a vaccine reaction with a vaccine injury in my eyes so a lot of over vaccinated or even dogs that just it got their one every now and then vaccine and then just have an egg allergy. Try the quail eggs. You know, you could try duck eggs too. Quail eggs, I think, are the safe bet because they are consistently hypoallergenic. Are you going to, uh, you know, antihistamine? Are you going to bring them to the shop? Quail eggs? Yeah. 
No, I don't have enough. I told you, I cracked right. every single egg in the whole world. <laughs> it's okay. I was just asking. I didn't know. We'll get if I some. You will it. be. You will be the first one. Uh, you will be the first yeah, one to get the some first retailer. when they go out. You heard it here. We're gonna test them. Thanks for crowds. You are my guinea yep. pig. <clears throat> I'm like, hey, I have 14 pig feet specifically. I think they appreciate. Um, I'm that. giving them to you. Yeah. I'll yeah. Take them. Y'all are exclusive. Yeah, I think that's how they feel. That's how I feel. I think that we we covered a lot of good information and everything about the egg. Thanks for coming on. Tiny, tiny little powerhouses. Yeah, thanks for having me. So if you have a question that you want us to answer on our next podcast, you can find us a few different ways. You can send an email to danielle at fangsfur.com. You can find us on our website, fangsfur.com, or you can direct message us on Instagram at fangs and fur pets. The views and opinions on this podcast should not be used as an alternative to veterinary advice. We always encourage you to seek the professional advice of your vet. Before starting a raw diet, we encourage you to ask lots of questions, do your research, and speak with a qualified vet and or canine feline nutritionist.